Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are listening to the A to Z English Podcast. Welcome to an A to Z English listener interview. Today, we're talking with Jonathan Gutierrez, who is in Costa Rica and is one of our our listeners. And he's going to tell us today about his English learning experience using A to Z English and all of the other sources that he did. So, Jonathan, nice to see you. It's it's nighttime there, right? It's nice to see you guys, too. Um, thank you for having me, too, here. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks and, and I appreciate it. Yeah, it's already evening there. Did you have your dinner tonight? Uh not yet. I just arrived at home a few minutes ago. Yeah, oh. I was working today. <laughs> uh-huh. So I just arrived at home. Um, maybe ten, fifteen minutes ago. But it's okay. Oh. Well, thank you for finding time to to join us. Then for us, it's it's Monday daytime. Of course, yeah. time zones are funny. So, Jonathan, you're in in Costa Rica. I've never been to Costa Rica, though I have had a couple of friends that went there. Actually, one of my good friends from university, he and his uh, girlfriend at the time, now wife, they went to Costa Rica many years ago, maybe almost 20 years ago, and they were teaching English for six months or a year. So I know English education is quite big in in Costa Rica how where or when did you first start learning English was it in schools or did you have a a tutor or just the internet or where did you start yeah um, I started when I was a young I was in in high school okay so um, I learned a few things in high school maybe I don't uh, got a few, for example, um, love the idiom or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. But maybe a couple years ago, I start to return again to learning it, English, and I joined uh, WhatsApp group with Robin Shaw. Mm-hmm. So I started yeah. my new challenge. I changed nice. my mind because I want. Um, to get a bilingual job, and uh-huh. I, I I start to practice a little bit more. I forgot all the rules and English <laughs> grammar, a lot of vocabulary, so it was a little bit insane, you know. Uh, maybe not because I forgot so a lot of things. Um, so 
it was something new for me to start again, to start with uh, maybe kids' stuff. Um, and it was pretty good. Uh, Robin helped me a lot. I'm curious mm-hmm. if you said you started again because you forgot everything. I actually, I know Costa Rica is a Spanish-speaking country, and I used to speak a little bit of Spanish. I studied Spanish in, in university. But like you, I stopped using it, and I totally forgot everything. Once you started to study again, was it easier than the first time? Did you start to remember things? Yeah, it's quite uh, uh, funny because... Uh, when I'm trying to learn again, um, I remember, oh, I remember this, but how can I use everything? So I forgot, for example, um, singular verbs, plural, past tense, and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Right. So it again. I practice a lot um, every day. And yeah, I found um, a bunch of friends, um, Robin Grubbs, and... Uh, I try to do my best every day to learn English. And my one of my goals was uh, get up in English because um, I am native speaker, Spanish speaker. Mm-hmm. So uh, right. with, bilingual jobs a, are good. Yeah, it was a big challenge, you know. Um, it was pretty awesome. I was excited to learn again English. So nice. I decided to start again and practice and practice every day. That's do you, great. Yeah, do that's, you use English in your job right now? Yes, I'm, I've been working in a call center for around five months. Oh, nice. And okay. it's for, um, I am customer service agent for U.S. company. So okay. it's something new for me. And I'm taking calls every day. For, so are uh, your, the people that calling you, are they, they're Americans then? Yes. Yes. And I know speaking another language over the phone can sometimes be more difficult than speaking together with a person because you can't see them. You, you don't know what their facial expressions or what their body is doing. What things have been the hardest for you doing a phone job where you're only listening to people speaking English? And Americans have many different styles of English. Some are very fast, some are very slow. What was What's the hardest thing for you in, in your job? All right. Um, I guess it's the listening, listening stuff because when the customers speak, they start to speak, start to speak uh, faster. Right faster and you need to get all the information in a few seconds and right. trying to avoid do you mean da, 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 and um, try to yeah trying I need to improve a lot my listening skills to avoid this kind of situation because it's a customer service job. Uh, I mean right we need to focus on the listening and try to okay. get the best uh, message with the customer and assist the customer. And okay. sometimes um, we can hear um, maybe outset customers and we need to, okay, slow down, take it easy and <laughs> assist the customer. 
Well, that sounds like our podcast would be helpful for listening skills then. So I'm, I'm hopeful that, that we are helping you there. That's great. Yeah. What was the, uh, could you, could you give us an example of maybe like a, a very challenging phone call or a, uh, experience that you've had at the call center? Is there one yeah. like, memorable experience? Yeah, we got uh, a lot of accents from U.S. Mm. So maybe, for example, when I try to speak uh, when a customer, uh, he got accent from example for Texas or uh, <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. it's, it's so hard to understand, but I try to do my best. Sure. And when the customer decide to speak it faster and faster, it's, it's hard to understand, but I I always do my best every day. Yeah. So like a Southern Texas accent would be hard to understand, but like an Eastern in the East, uh, people speak quite quickly in New York and yeah. Massachusetts and that area. Yeah. People speak very fast, uh, very quickly. Uh, you got it. Uh, by the way, um, our customers are from the East Coast, uh, Massachusetts, Boston, New York, uh, New Jersey, yeah. and Philadelphia. Um, um, I and I find that listening also can sometimes be more difficult than speaking because there's so many ways to say the same thing. And one person says it this way, another person says it a different way, and you know one way to say it, and so you, you're correct, you know how to do it, but they use a different or a different way and so it can be very confusing it's like oh i know what that means i know what you're saying but i don't know that way of of saying it yeah all just comes with more and more practice yeah exactly in the second part is the most important trying to explain the situation with the customer because Mm -hmm. uh it's a technical um vocabulary so you Uh, need to explain something from to someone that never use a technical vocabulary that's you know? really and interesting so you need to then... you need to me to focus uh, in something easy right to to say to another person that's really yeah. interesting because then you are listening to an american a native speaker and you're speaking back to them and you're using words that they don't know so you know more english in some ways than than they do it's just that that technical language how what a a unique experience to know more english than a native speaker but (laughs) having to change it for them to to understand yeah it's a it's a challenge because every day you need to focus on trying to explain yourself something easy about uh, technical vocabulary so right. maybe it's easy, maybe sometimes it's uh, difficult because you need to guess what the customer needs. And yep. sometimes it's hard because uh, the customer trying to explain something and you need to, uh, all right, do you need uh, this? You need this? All right. all right, I got it. And this is the result. So, so uh, go ahead. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, you, so you need to practice um, your your English, and you use uh, Shaw English, and you listen to the A to Z English podcast. But um, 
at your work, do you also speak English to your coworkers, your colleagues? Do you practice, even though you can, both of you speak Spanish as a first language, do you ever communicate in English with your colleagues just for practice? Yes, a few times we need to uh, speak English with another uh, co-workers or maybe when you need to talk another department, it's always uh, speaking English and we always need to be focused in speaking English together and it's more easy to to end of the day for the end of the day. Yeah. So when you go to work, you basically switch your, your mind to English. You just say, when I'm at work, I'm using English. And then when I get home, yes. I use Spanish. Is, is that right? Yeah, but it's, it's funny because for me, I try to get involved in, um, always in English environment. So when I drive the gun at home, uh, I turn on my TV and find um, series on Netflix and in English. Uh, nice. And or I going to uh, when I'm going to work, I'm going to listen to music or listen to your podcast on my cell Great. phone. So I trying to always um, think in English, do something in English. That's, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's more and more practice. So of all of those things that you do, the last question I, I like to ask people that we talk to is, if you could give a tip to other listeners, what one thing do you think would be the most useful to practice English? Or what do you do that you think is the most useful? All right, for me, um, I guess um, you need to practice every day. Uh, it's yep. not a my, magical poison, you know, <laughs> or something like that. But the first thing, you need to change your mind. Uh, you yeah. need to start to focus in English, uh, think in English, uh, do exercise, practice, speak with uh, friends. Uh, maybe international friends is the best way because you never need to speak in another language just all in, in English because right. if I have a friend here I can speak Spanish but for example if I got a friend um, in Malaysia I, I uh, another person doesn't know anything about Spanish so you need to focus right. always in English that's a great tip nice yeah. well Malaysia is good we talked to May Fong last week so maybe if you talk to her then you can practice as well yeah but that's a great tip exactly. getting your mind around English that's yeah a, a great thing just practice 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 yeah Absolutely. a lot of practice and uh, one thing that's helped me a lot is the shadowing technique uh, shadowing uh, mm -hmm. so yeah watching videos yep. on YouTube and practice is bit allowed and yeah, if you can't practice with a friend, you can still do something alone. Just listen and repeat and listen and repeat. It does help. It helps you sound more natural in the language. That's really fantastic. Yeah. You, you sound like you work really hard at your English and, and we're talking to you here. So it, it's having good results. Good job. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Right. We really appreciate yeah, it. Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan, thanks for sharing your story with us. It's very cool. And now you've got to get some dinner. It's it's late there. You must be very hungry. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, thank you for coming and talking to us. 
thank you. Thanks to you guys. I really appreciate it. It's our nice. pleasure. Yeah. Yep. Have a great it evening. Was pretty fun. Okay. Same to you and take care. I hope I'll see you soon again. All yep. right. Thank you. Thanks, Jonathan. Bye bye. See ya. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.